We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, oh, we're on the monorail. I can't wait to go ahead and... I love getting off the monorail. And the first thing you go through is Main Street. I love it. So let's just take our time go through Main Street. No, I, what I do is I get in the shops and I just go straight through. No, you got to stop and yeah, smell and enjoy everything. Yeah. Smells? What? Hey, make sure you listen to part one of this two-part series that we have with Imagineer Timmy Britt. Just go back and listen to part one. If you haven't listened already, get ready for part two. Hey, <laughs> hey Timmy, listen. So I, I'm I'm the guy. You, you can talk to Alex and talk to Jen. I'm the guy who throws out all of these crazy ideas. You know, I'm the dreamer of this group. Like I'm the throwing out all these ideas. You're the wall. Like, and they're yeah. yeah, and they're like, no, nah, no, we don't, we don't know. And I usually I'm like, well, if no one goes through with it with my ideas or tries to at least and it's never going to happen and then you know right. if, what happens if walt or or some of these imagineers they never go through with their plan and then things don't happen right oh my god floating mountains giant mountains floating in the air it can't be done yeah yeah let's go to the bank and get the money for that idea sure we will sure enough now you go to Pandora and there they are. That's Three true. giant floating mountains, four almost. But part of it is a tree that had fallen from the first movie. <laughs> and how they did it? Well, I know, but I'm not telling you guys. It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. It really is. Ideas, bad, crazy, silly, or otherwise, say them. At least give them yeah. the energy to just say oh, them. Oh, trust me, I do. If they shoot them down, Joe, then oh. that's, you know, that's short-sightedness. Well, I, I do. Or people... maybe they're smart, but you got to say them out loud. And that's what the Imagineering team was. It was a bunch of people in a room throwing ideas out mm -hmm. and you have to have thick skin because your ideas are going to get shot oh, yeah. down like 99 percent of the time i got an idea no okay you think of a new one yeah <laughs> you just force yourself to come up with a better and better idea and if someone has a good idea and then you run with that one but you hit a wall then you have to figure your way through that too so imagineering team is just a great big group of puzzle solvers that are amazingly creative mm -hmm. so imagine having that much each one of them couldn't do it but the whole job couldn't be done without each one of them. So like when the time came, this one stood up or that one stood up or this one came up with an idea or that one carried the paint, whatever it was, we got there because everybody was on the same. It was never about me. This is, you know, my book's about me because it's my personal journey. But when you talk about Walt Disney World, it's a lot. It's you guys right now. Like you guys having this right now. We don't know this, but there might be people on Patreon or there might be people somewhere else that are loving what they're hearing. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know what their life is. Maybe they're a dental hygienist. Maybe they're a, they fix shoes. But for an hour every day, they get to escape into what we're talking about because they can picture, oh, I know what he's talking about or I, I've been there before because we all have something about Disney. Mm -hmm. Jen, you got these guys into it apparently, right? So yeah. so you get this, right? You, you know what this is like. Definitely. About Main Street, can I, can I just tell you a couple of things about Main yeah, Street? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. pretty much what we're going to talk about is Main Street. You know, what do you think of Main Street? And we're kind of all going to go around and talk about Main Street. But what do you think of Main Street? Tell, tell us some things about Main Street. All right. Well, I, I love Main Street. So I'm not going to say, I would never say anything 
about it other than that i i painted half of it the right half oh, like wow. when you walk really? in it was on your right that whole section when i first started out with this one company that was one of our jobs to do it wasn't with disney it was a subcontractor but they put a scrim up which is that screen it looks like what the buildings are going to look like right when painted but we did something there that you never see happen at disney world we got to work while the guests were right on the other side of this thin piece of plastic so we had to kind of be quiet so you know it's like to run a saw but not want the parade <laughs> to hear it. And the only thing between you, it was just, it was amazing, really. That, that I'll never forget that part of it. And then when they take it down, you're like, oh, I missed that spot. You know, there's little things you're like, oh, you just wish. Inside me, there's a little bit of a perfectionist where I just want it to be just right. So comes to turn around, it's just a shadow because when you're on the ground, everything looks different. So I'm like, oh, it's, I go back the next day and it's not there. I'm like, I thought I didn't paint that. Oh, it's just a shadow there. Like little things like that in Disney World are what the artists get to see is the shadows here, the niches there, the nuances and the ambiances that lay in between stuff. But painting that was one part of it. Then we'll go up to the castle. Now, all of the ramparts around the castle, I played a role in painting them. And then we move over to Agrabah, I painted that. So from Swiss Family, the tree, Swiss Family, Robinson, to, I guess, the world-famous Jungle Cruise is Agrabah. And you'll see there's the, you know, the, uh, the flying carpets there. So that whole set of frontage of buildings where the Dole Whip is, I painted all that and helped wow. create and bring that to life. Wow. So that's my journey in the Magic Kingdom as far as painting goes. But some of the stories that I have there, like all of us, they're like, Jen, you must have a great story about Magic Kingdom. Or Alex, you've been to the Magic Kingdom many times, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Did you notice the smell? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, that was exactly what I was going to say is like the smells on Main Street is what gets me. You know, you're walking down Main Street, you get all the smells coming from that right hand sign. That's where all the bakeries are. Yes. And, uh, you know, the ice cream shops are and all the smells. And, uh, but doesn't it make like a uniform smell? Like all those things together make this one smell that you can't smell anywhere else in the world. You can't even smell in Disneyland. Once you walk into the Magic Kingdom, there's an aroma that takes over. It might be, it might be paint. It might be, you know, it might be other things, but there's just this one unique smell. And I guess I smelled it when I was five because they say that your sense of smell is like your strongest for long-term memory. That's mm -hmm. what they say. Yeah. And I'm a visual person, you know, I don't care about what things smell like, but I walk in there every time now, even to this day, now I'm 54 years old and I'm going on my birthday again. Yay, in October. Of course, I When's am. Your birthday? It's the 50th anniversary. What's that? When's your birthday? Mine's the 29th, October 29th. You said yours was the 25th. 25th, the day that the park was dedicated to Walt. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I love, hey, October birthdays, those, those are the best people. Yeah, I have to say it's <laughs> true. Like Scorpio too, like oh, I don't yeah. know where you're at, but I'm, I'm Scorpio. a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio also. Yeah. But of so, course, we're going back on October 25th, 50 years to the day. Yeah. And taking, was... taking, and taking our book with us. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, super cool. Is it going to be like a sponsored event or is it you, you guys? No, no, are... we just go because I, I don't, I'd rather not. I want to be free that day. This is my day. Yeah. It's my birthday. I want to be, yeah. I want to sell, I want to ride the Haunted Mansion when I want to ride it. You know, mm. when things are sponsored, then we're kind of have a schedule. And I, I'd rather, we're only going for the one day and then we'll be back in Texas. But that's awesome. We, Maybe couldn't, when you... we couldn't not go 50 years to the day after he saw Roy Disney. Oh, no doubt yeah, about it. Of yeah, course. For sure. Uh, actually, one of our sponsors is Three Chicky Chicks, and they have they have wax melts, and they have smells from around Disney, right? And oh, one of their smells, no one of, yeah, one of their smells is actually Main Street Magic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so you can take it somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think that's that smell is magic. That's what that's you know, you know how you were talking about all these smells kind of mixing together in one. It's magic. Yeah. That's what it is. It's magic. Like if I had one, if I had that smell in a candle, 
and I could light it and just go out for a little while. Then when you come home, like your house smells like magic kingdom. You're like, that's a cool idea, yep. man. It, the, the name of the candle or the wax melt, or I'm sure they make a candle too, is called Main Street Memories, which is exactly right up. there what that's you were really saying. That's really great. Yeah, Main Street Memories, which is pretty much like you were kind of saying before, is that smells that is known to kind of kind of reactivate those memories. Yeah. And that's you could go right on outside the other side of the gates and you don't smell it too. And there's yeah, no that's door. Weird. It's say just that. You're something right. about that threshold. When you go through the ambiance, whatever it is, that, that smells so familiar. And I've gone to the Magic Kingdom maybe 100,000 times. <laughs> well, you so, work there, right? Yeah. You work right I go there? every day, right. <laughs> so I go in the middle of the night. I go when no one else was allowed in. I would go when it was raining. I go, you know, it because it, if you don't love what you're doing, it can be a job. But when you're at Walt Disney World, it's no matter what you're doing. Like we were talking earlier when we first met about the cast members that give out the drinks. Mm-hmm. Eight hours, 10 hours a day. For 30 years, just hand in soda and, you know, Pepsi, iced tea, you know, Coca-Cola, whatever. That's it. That's what they do. They don't get to see the parades. They don't have the monorail. They don't see Cinderella. Just cups, just just drinks. And I think that's where the hero is, a life of service to something so big, to understand that you're just a little part of something really big. And then to devote your life to it is, to me, that's the hero. They're the they're the ones who should get the spirit of Disney World, honestly. Yeah. People that park your cars and, and sweep up after you. Like, those people are there every day. and you know, Disney treats them just like they treat everyone else. It's just that I wish that they knew that the other cast members really respect them. And I don't know, you know, I really respect people. Mm-hmm. You see that on Main Street, up and down. It's cast members doing their job. Like, you don't see trash taken out. You know, that's what yeah. I really love on Main Street. You uh, you have a great view of Tinkerbell, no matter where you're standing, you know, uh, when she flies from the castle. Mm-hmm. Those people that come out and sing that you hate when you're a teenager because it sounds like music that your grandma would listen to, and then you get older and then you miss it. Like that happens on Main Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Main Street USA. I mean, just kind of talking quickly about it before we get into like the actual history part of it is you can spend the whole day at Main Street. And a lot of people usually when they're walking around the parks, they can spend the whole day at Tomorrowland and think about all their attractions. But really, you can go to Main Street and spend the whole day at Main Street. So I could I, spend the whole day in the Emporium. Exactly. I could just go right into one store in Main Street. I don't even have to see all Main Street. Just one store you, you can. all day long. And there's a lot of history there. And there's like a bunch of audiobooks. I'm not sure if you know this, but there's a bunch of audiobooks or like audio things where you can kind of, you know, wear like a headset or now it's like your phone. No, it. I didn't and you know can walk that. Through. See that? That's Yeah, amazing. you can walk through Main Street and it kind of takes you step by step. You stop at an area and you can go ahead and learn the history of like, you know, the um, the firehouse and all these different things. It's pretty oh, cool. You can oh, you educate wow. me then. Have That's you done cool. this before? Uh, me, I know. I have, I've never done it before, but I've heard uh, about it on different shows. I so would love to find that stuff. I'm going to uh, look at Catherine. I, there we go. I can send some links, yeah, can send some links right. whatever to you guys. Put but, on the uh, list. Yeah. But real quick, Jen, real quick, you, what, do you have any kind of thing you want to share about Main Street? Can you tell us a little bit about Main Street? How, why is Main Street special to you? Um, yeah. Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny because our whole um, thing with Main Street is, and this is more um, at Disneyland, but the Indian, the Indian oh, that yeah. is on, it's an Indian statue on Main Street. Um, Casey Jones by the hot dogs? Yeah. Right uh, outside the hot dog places where they had them in Walt Disney World, I thought. Or am I mistaken? I think I feel like he's halfway down Main Street. Um, but it seems like every time, you know, my husband was it was really important for him to get pictures of like the kids with that same Indian statue, mm-hmm. just kind of uh, like to document them kind of growing up. Aww. So um so he must be a romantic guy, your husband. That's <laughs> awesome. So he um so that's kind of you know something that's special about it. And the thing that's really neat about Main Street is you know, you're getting kind of amped up, you know, as you're going like you said. 
said in the parking lot, you know, thinking of it from like a kid's in from your child's eyes or, you know, your eyes as a child, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're getting amped up, you're going through, you go through the turnstiles and whatever. And your first big real piece of magic is just kind of walking onto main street. Everything just looks so different. It oh. just, it just seems magical yeah. and just oh. whimsical. And then the smells hit you and it's just this multi-sensory kind of overload that just kind of takes you away and, oh, and, the and balloons helps and you. the sounds and the colors. I'm yeah. sorry, Jim, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's the everything. pageantry of it all is, it is amazing. And it just sets the tone for the day. And so it's not done by accident that, you know, you, you are hit with all of this as soon as you walk in the park because it just makes you happy. And I mean, it makes you so happy that you don't realize that, you know, you're slightly you walking uphill and, yeah. you know, it's all of 50, those things. 50,000 degrees outside, right? Right. There's it's little just, things about, about you that, that you can overlook once you go through that curtain of magic. So that's what it's like. It's like a curtain, like a shower, like you're outside and then you walk through the gates and all of a sudden <laughs> this explosion. When you walk through, it's like you just went through like that curtain, that envelope where there, this out there is the world. And then now you're somewhere special. Absolutely. And Jen, yep. you described that so perfectly. That was a great description. You really are in love with Disney World. That's great. <laughs> and Disneyland, that's fantastic. How about yes. you, Alex? How about, how about you, Alex? What's your what's your experience with? Uh, well, I'm one of the people that in the past or when I've gone to Disney, I just kind of walk past Main Street. I really don't stop and look around. I really don't. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Uh, but after doing the history on this and uh, looking up all the information that has to do with Main Street, all the little details. I'm next time I go to Disney, maybe not the first time, but maybe next time I go to Magic Kingdom, I'm definitely going to take some time and walk around Main Street and look at everything because I, I definitely don't do that enough on all the areas of the parks. And I need to start well, doing that for sure. Can I tell you something? Yeah. If you go into Main Street and you look at those buildings, we weren't just painting them blue or green or white or pink. If you look on the windows, you'll see people's names. Mm -hmm. They're Imagineers that brought that to you. And they go, just like you said, you right to the Haunted Mansion, you know, first thing you got to do, go to somewhere else. But if you just take a minute, Alex, and just go look at what's going on there, you'll see the people that have been there for 50 years and they were there every day for you, not trying to grab your attention. They're actually in the shadows. But see what you come up with, do a little research. You'll start to learn more about what was being put there and why they were there. It's not for me that I paint. It's for the generations of families that come after me to inspire one little kid like I was when yeah. I was five. And then yeah. that little kid picks up a brush. Now I can go, you know, sit in a rowboat for the rest of my life and count, you know, look at the clouds and say, that one looks like me, you know, whatever. But this little kid can go and then change Imagineering or Pixar <laughs> or something because of the work I did. So we each have a little role in the magic continuing. This podcast is a good example of that. There's people that have just come from Walt Disney World but they get to hear this and they feel like, oh, right, I can't wait to go back. Mm -hmm. Or they're about to go in like a week or a month. And this really excites them. Or they've never been there, but they listen every week or every month or whenever you're available for them. So they can experience just what Jen said about walking in and seeing, you know, balloons hit you, popcorn smells hit you, the sound of a band hits you. It's just visually, yeah. it's everything. Your senses are just overwhelmed with it. Well, there's a reason for that. So you could just make that cool exchange from the outside world to this magical place yep. this magic kingdom and and i think that they do it better than anyone really You're right 100 yeah do. i mean until we find life on other planets they're the best in the universe <laughs> i think definitely I the masters of the show for sure yeah so magic kingdom a lot of people say well that you know they have tunnels and all this stuff yeah they do there's tunnels yeah the, mm -hmm. the utilidors i think they're called right yep exactly yeah, that's right but these aren't just doors these are like 
football field length hallways yeah. underground mm-hmm. so that's why you don't see the trashes they just suck yeah. it right down they really have that stuff yeah and they've had it since like the 70s man they've had it when they opened the magic kingdom they they, they were still building it underneath because i'm telling you when they first opened october 1st some of the cement was still wet i'm yeah. telling you they had yeah. footprints that they had to ch- yeah you know that alex right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we're over in uh uh so on disney plus is actually like a show uh i think it's called like imagineering no no is it called imagineering i, I don't recall but they kind of talk about that and like they were talking about how some of the the, the ladies they were wearing like high heels out there which was yeah. a big mistake it was so hot and like their high heels were getting into the cement yeah yeah because it wasn't pavement. cured yet yeah so you can't let people walk on it for three no. four or five days they're like we just poured it last night at six in the morning all right let the guests in come crazy. on it man. was crazy it looks like concrete but your high heels are definitely gonna get yeah stuck it was crazy the, the some of the things that they were showing on that on the on the show on disney plus was mm-hmm. insane it was like yeah. some of the things that were happening would never happen now no no i mean they had people right. on tom sawyer's boat and it was like packed, and the boat was like sinking into the water. People were like jumping over like the gates into like the go kart thing. It was, there was, it, was some, it was bad, right? <laughs> was well, insane. I don't want to say it was bad, but they weren't ready for that much of a response. Of course right. not. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because they did the best they could. Yeah, of course. You know, honestly, of course. you open up Disneyland to the world or Disney World to the world, and you don't know, you know? exactly, right? Five people could come in, and you got balloons, and nobody cares. Or what happened happened yeah and everybody comes in and can't wait to and, see it all and, and and you know they're still learning now whenever there's a new land opening there's always mistakes but you, you people should really kind of expect those mistakes because it's, it's just like there's new things added and uh so people need to right. understand well, i have to be honest with you and i have to stick up for imagineering here all that stuff is worked out before it even gets to me they know what they're doing mm-hmm. oh yeah only thing that we have no control over in Walt Disney World is the weather. And I know people think we even control that, but, and when I say we, I mean them. I'm, I'm in Texas. I'm not. People here are like, oh, Walt Disney World. I've heard of that place. You know, they, I live there, you know, and people here in Texas, but they're really sweet here in Texas. That's the thing that people here are so nice to me. They treat me like gold hair. That's I really awesome. Treated well. If you see that they opened it up and the concrete was wet, you have to ask yourself, well, why? Was it to meet a deadline? Yeah, you sold tickets. You have to. Mm-hmm. I would have maybe had maybe people walk around it, but back mm-hmm. then, you know, it was, it was, let's see what happens. And they just were understaffed yep. yeah, and overwhelmed. Time. So that might've been like the craziest day, uh, I guess, in Disney history when <laughs> you got wet cement, but I have to tell you the Imagineers work out all the problems. So it might thunderstorm for a week in a row and we can't get up on the scaffolding. So there's a delay, but they have it worked out where they know when this truck's being delivered and when that truck's leaving. I'm telling you, Disney has it down to a science. Mm-hmm, they do. Amazing. You know, they're, they're the world leaders in this and they're amazing at it. And uh, yeah, they don't they don't take a lot of chances. Now, there are things that have we've built that we didn't like or that safety is supposed to be the first thing. Safety is always the first thing. Nobody can get hurt on these attractions. Mm-hmm. So if we build it and the model looks like this and then we build it and there's a difference and it's a safety concern, then we'll rip it down. But I have to stick up for the Imagineers and Universal Creative before they even go out onto the site. They've got everything pretty much figured out. Like mm-hmm. they know to the bolt almost what, what the plan is. There's artists in the world and then there's the Imagineers. And I say that in this light. Artists in the world will do team art if they can, but only if it's lucrative for them individually. The Imagineers take their egos and they leave them home every day and they get in the car and they go to work and they say, what can I do to help? What can I do to contribute? What can I do to join in? Like I see just what the whole time I was there, everybody was there for each other, not for themselves. So 
So there's art and then there's team art and Imagineers and Universal Creative too. I don't want to forget those guys because they're just, they're amazing too. It's about a project and not a person. It's about what can we leave behind as a team? Nobody gets to sign it. I didn't get to sign anything I did. I did get to hide hidden Mickey's, but I didn't sign like my name anywhere. Mm-hmm. But watching the crowd come in on day one when you wrote, when you when you let the, the guests into the attraction and you watch them cry, hug each other, high five each other, like freak out, find little things that you didn't think they'd ever find. They find it in like five minutes. The guests are smart. So you're always painting to the next level. Now, like you said, technology, sometimes it goes out and sometimes there's new technologies, which make like, if you look at the animatronics for the Navi ride under the mountain, that beautiful woman, you know, the, the Navi. The shaman who's like kind of beating on the drums. Yeah. Yeah. If you saw that animatronics and then you compared it to an animatronics from years ago, they're two completely different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like one has a, a, a motor like this big that can move just like a little fraction of your face when you're singing where before that same motor was this big. So we didn't have all the, the, the details that mm-hmm. we could. So technology has gone a long way with a lot of stuff. Oh, Plus yeah. with drones, we can, we can go up and take pictures of really cool things that we couldn't before with cameras and stuff. Like technology is really going to help out a lot. Yeah. So, so someone like me would have to step out of the way and let a younger Imagineer come in and, and make his dreams come mm-hmm. true for the rest of the world. You know? Yeah. It has to grow. People say that all the time. Well, what about Maelstrom? It was a great ride in Epcot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, it was. I loved it. It was, cool. it was one of my favorite rides in all of Epcot. And I had to watch it be dismantled and become frozen. And it, you know. It, but it Frozen's great out. also. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, like they, yeah. They did a great job with the movie. Then the attraction is just as good. And and it's a great little part of Epcot Norway, that pavilion too. So, yeah. So, but I had to tell my get my, my later on. I had students who asked me about that. Well, how did you feel going to a Disney icon? I said the same way I felt when they took out Twenty Thousand Leagues Beneath the Sea and mm. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and all the other fun things that we used to have at Disney World that are gone. I look at what's in its place and I think about who's joyed by that. I had my joy with some things. Nothing lasts forever. Okay, everything has to be yep. repainted, rebuilt, whatever. So in the process, there's new generations of artists coming up. So does their Disney world get lost so I can have mine? Or do I give up mine so they can have theirs? Because knowing someday they're going to have to give up theirs to give it to the next generation. Listen, that's that's just a great mentality to have. And I am sorry to interrupt you, but it just, this really, it, it strikes, it strikes a chord with me because we've had these conversations about yeah. these, the attractions that have, you know, they get reimagined and all of these things like that. And it's yeah. really refreshing to hear. Somebody stand um, up for it. <laughs> right. Well, because Joe is, I, I, I give credit where credit is due. Joe is great about that. Joe is always an optimist. You know, there are definitely a lot of naysayers there's a lot of people online who are um, very anti-change. You know, the big one that's swirling around right now has to do Our with um, no Splash Mountain. That's a big oh, one that yeah, we've yeah. seen um, around here because you know they're obviously. Did you ever about... ride Splash Mountain? It's a great ride. It's right? wonderful. It's an amazing tradition. Okay. Yeah. So if you throw an homage in the queue for what it was, and then build it for what it's going to be. Nothing is really lost. And I'm sorry, but I've ridden, I've ridden it uh, so many times. I have enough in my memory of that ride. I know every scene in that ride. But there's a new kid that, that 
you know, he can't refer back to a movie for it now and times change. So, so what does that kid not get less of a Disney than me? Mm-hmm. It's not right. When I first went there, it was all brand new. I want someone else to go see brand yep. new stuff too. Yep, you're right. I'm okay with the memories I have now. Do I want to see anything go? No, I'd like to see Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Winnie the Pooh and, you know, Ariel's Grotto and 20,000 Leagues Beneath the Sea. And Walt did buy enough land to do a lot of that. But there's a lot more to build an attraction than just poof, putting one there. There's the egress pass to get in and out and safety, security, bathrooms, hygiene, air conditioning. You know, people got to be people mm-hmm. and and they want to touch stuff and move things. And then there's, well, one attraction is now drawing all the attention over here. So now we have two attractions that are really busy. So so we now nobody's going to go to that one. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more to it than just, oh, we're taking out Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There's an evolution that has to take place. If you're somebody who misses 20,000 leaks beneath the sea, I have to tell you something. Savor the memories because they're yours. Yeah. They're not someone else's. They're your memories with Walt Disney World that you have, that you earned. You went there, you got it, you wrote it, you loved it. And of course you want to share with other people, but maybe not worry so much about sharing that with them because now they can take you to Ratatouille or Tron, you know, and Mm -hmm. say, Oh, dad or grandpa or uncle or aunt or whatever, come check this out. Now you're sharing Walt Disney World again, and you get to be the old guy telling about Monster Toad's Wild Ride while they're trying to show you, you know, Elsa's new dress or whatever, like how things evolve and change. And isn't that really what Disney's about? Yep. Is the evolution of magic from a child to an adult to a grandparent and then back to a child again? Yep. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Let's get to the his on Main Street USA at the Magic Kingdom. When Main Street USA at Magic Kingdom opened in 1971, it featured Main Street Cinema until 1998, which would run old Disney shorts in a virtual Magic Kingdom film. Many handcrafted shops would fit into any small downtown, like Disney Clothers, which had high-end clothes and jewelry. There was a tobacco shop named Tobacconist. It held a vast selection of domestic and international cigarettes, pipes, and cigars. This shop stayed open until 1991. Its store Indian, Big Chief Cigar, hangs out in front of the Crystal Arch Shop on the northeast corner of Main Street and Center Street. Stores would come and go throughout the years. Wonderland of Wax, Greenhouse Flower Shop, The Cup and Saucer, New Century Clock Shop, and Art Festival on East Center Street were all eventually remodeled. There was also the Penny Arcade, which had a balance of arcade games, vintage items, mechanical horse races, and hand crate mutoscopes that showed short film clips. Next door to the Penny Arcade was House of Magic, which provided many children with magic sets and a small selection of books. Cast members even performed sleight-of-hand tricks frequently for small crowds. These shops would all be replaced by the Main Street Athletic Store in 1995. The Main Street Emporium expanded over the years, replacing the Hallmark Card Shop and originally Harmony Barber Shop. Town Square Cafe was an original eatery until it was renamed Town Square Times in 81. In 1989, it was remodeled to become Tony's Town Square Restaurant referencing the Italian restaurant in Lady and the Tramp. 
Next Door, The Walt Disney Story, was a free attraction that showed a 30-minute biographical film about Walt Disney, narrated by himself. The theater was attached to Gulf Hospitality House, which sold historical Disney memorabilia. Hospitality House was remodeled to Disneyana Collectible in 1990, and Walt Disney Story closed in 1992. Disneyana Collectibles was remodeled into the Town Square Exhibit Hall in 1998. All this was gutted and transformed into the Town Square Theater in 2011. The Main Street Fire Station, or Engine Company No. 71, was home to the fire engine that guests could ride on until the area was remodeled to a gift shop in 1993, which also housed the Sorcerer of the Magic Kingdom introductory course. Along with the opportunity to ride the fire engine, you could also ride a one-way trip to the hub on the omnibus, horse trolley, horseless carriage, or jitney. The jitney is a classic-looking vehicle that carries a large number of passengers in a windowless cab. The vehicle, along with the horseless carriage, have special mufflers on them to make the classic putt-putt sound of early vehicles. If you rather ride on the water, there were the Main Street docks. There you could rent out a swan boat seasonally from 1973 till 1983. The docks stayed present in the canal until 2013. In 2015, that part of the canal was filled in and now is used as a scenic sitting area for the fireworks display. So, a lot of changes. Yeah, a lot wow. of changes. A lot so, of Jen, good stuff. You mentioned about the uh, the Indian big cheap that cigar stood there at the crystal outside the crystal shop, and now I'm remembering that there, you know, when they went through a lot of changes, that had to go, but that was all there. That's and it was, I think it was, wasn't it Goofy that was at Big Casey's, the hot dog place? Yeah, I don't know, but then they put in a piano bar and that. Yeah, they're always constantly moving things. But wouldn't that happen in a real little street? Yeah. In anywhere USA? Wouldn't there be a Starbucks one day and a Hallmark cards the next? Oh, yeah. And they would grow and change. Oh, yeah. But so I, I think this is okay. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. I think so. And I think overall, though, it still keeps it kind of because you really don't really notice the changes that much, I guess you can say. It's kind of like when I think of Main Street USA, I kind of see the picture that's behind Jen. Well, because right. the exterior stays the same. It's just yeah. the shops inside. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right, Alex. The, 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 the architecture holds true. We have to freeze that in time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they picked it. It was a couple different little towns. They said, oh, let's take this one from this one and this one from that one. Which brings me to the forced perspective. Now, here's the difference between people that believe in magic and people that don't believe in magic. If we're both looking at a building and I know that the measurements are altered so that it'll look taller, I can either A, let myself believe that it's taller and go with the imagination or be cynical and say, oh, that's how they do that. <laughs> that's the difference between magic and not believing. Yeah, you're do you right. let yourself mm -hmm. enjoy what they tried to create for you? Or do you want to sit here and nickel and dime it to death about, oh, well, this couldn't be like that and that? You know, at the time when the Magic Kingdom was built, the Magic Kingdom the castle itself, there was still crop dusters, man. They couldn't go so only so high. So they had to build everything else up to it to lead to it. So they should have started with really tall buildings and made them shorter. But by the time you got into it, people aren't stupid. So in Disney, they found this great little formula for forced perspective. If you want to believe, it's right there for you. If you don't want to believe, there's nothing we can do to make you believe. Mm -hmm. So you either believe in magic or you don't. And that's what forced perspective is. Because we can all see the same thing. It's what you allow your heart. Like if you're going to be six years old and look at it, or you're going to be 60 years old and look at it. That is up to the viewer. But Disney's the first person to really take it to this level. And on Pandora, you'll see it everywhere. You see the first perspective. But it really matters to me because I get it. So those buildings couldn't be three stories tall on Main Street. The castle's barely three stories tall. Yeah. Honestly. You know, the spires go way up. but And they have to have a light and everything. You know, building is just supposed to be Main Street USA, which should be normal. People were smaller back then. So, you know, you, you start lying for it. You start telling yourself little lies. Like, well, people were really small back then. No, the truth is. 
the first floor is just a slightly smaller than it should be. That's why when you go in the stores, you feel a little bit cramped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. There's, there's knickknacks everywhere, but it's because the ceiling is actually one eighth closer to your head than it should be. Mm-hmm. But yet they vault the ceilings and do all these tricks and they do a great job of it. Yeah, like most do. of you all agree. Right. Oh yeah. But I just Definitely. wanted to bring that in about, I wanted to stick up for force perspective. And, <laughs> and if you're ever looking for a difference between somebody who believes in magic or somebody who doesn't, Use force perspective because it's how they look at it. If they look at it like, oh, that really looks like that, then they have magic in them. If they look at it like, oh, I, I know how they did it and I'm not impressed, well, then nothing <laughs> they'll do will impress you. So it's the truth. It's a great gauge to tell people. Hey, Timmy, what's your favorite place on Main Street? Oh, uh, my favorite place is the little plaque that has my birthday. I'm sorry, but you asked me the wrong question. Like, there's a little <laughs> plaque next to the flag that says, Roy Disney on this day, October 25th, 1971. <laughs> and I was there when they unveiled that. Uh-huh. That yeah. was the whole point of Roy coming up was to unveil that that little plaque. So for me, I, that's the first thing I do. I check that. So that's the second thing, though. Oh, it's got to be the Emporium. I love seeing all the new stock, like the new merch and the right, new toys right. and new shirts and new mugs. There's always something really clever in there. And I still miss stuff like the books that you say that describe Main Street. I'll have to look closer. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and send you guys the links uh, after the show. But did you know cool. that everything that is sold in that park is in the Emporium? That you can find any, anywhere anywhere in that park, no you can way. find it in the Emporium. Yep. I feel like I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Look at you, Joe. Nice. Stump the Imagineer. Yeah. I'm not an Imagineer now. I'm a former Imagineer. But if you want to. This is fun, though. I like I, I learned. See, I, I'll remember that, though. And I'll retain that. And so. Everything you tell me tonight, I'm just going to give to the next podcast. No, no, just kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> just got to make sure you mention me. No, I was joking. Catherine, this has been you? really fun, by the way, guys. You're all Good. just so charming, each one of you. Awesome. Had like Thank a you. nice little charm to you. And it's, great. It's, like I'm feeling a lot of magic, especially from Alex. Believe it or not, he don't say much, but inside him, he's one big He's ball like of magic. that big guy that grew up. You know, and, and didn't tell anybody inside was this lost boy that never grew up. And so somehow, Jen, you must have gotten it out of him. But now we're seeing the lost boy and Alex come out. And he's, Alex, are you a Star Wars fan? I am a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Star Wars, That's Star good. Trek. So am I. <laughs> have you been yeah. watching Loki? I, I've only seen the first one so far. Oh, because you I watch I, it so good. I know, but I went through the Mandalorian so fast. Oh, I'm trying Mandal- to pace myself. Yeah, Loki, you know. Yeah, that's the so truth. Good. The new Mandalorian's finally out. You know, yeah. if you look at the Disney Plus channel, you'll see the Imagineering story. Yes, and I think they're finally up to episode six, which is my episode. I'm in that episode. Really, you are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's it's to infinity and beyond. It's me building Pandora, and so it's me like this, then me like this, then me like this, and that's it. <laughs> But I'm in it. You know, there's only six episodes and it's from Walt to today in a minute. So, yeah. And there's a lot of people that should have been in it that just did just like you said, Jen, on the on the cutting room floor. So I'm real grateful to be in it like three separate times. You know, it's really cool. That's really cool. Catherine, how about you? Do you have a favorite uh, place on Main Street? Oh, well, I, I haven't spent nearly as much time on it as, as Timmy has. But I, I did enjoy seeing that plaque because I wrote about it in the book. So it was really <laughs> special to see that. That's pretty and, cool. And uh, um, I, I don't know how far away, my, my favorite place is, is is Mickey's Philharmonic Magic, but I don't think it's quite on Main Street. Mm-hmm. No, it's in, over there in Fantasyland, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's my favorite part Philhar of it. Philharmonic Magic is right a there. great attraction. It's in like... Yeah, I, I love that one. There's too. just gonna be a new update to it. Too. Know, I'm, I'm in my Coco. 50s, and Wait, I still they, reach out to try to grab hold of Donald Duck's hand as he's coming out of that screen. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a great. How about you guys? Like, great tell, attraction. What about you guys? What would be your favorite part of Main Street? I'd love to hear. How about you, Jen? What's your favorite? I, gosh, 
you've put me on the spot. I can go and say mine. Uh, it's only an episode about, about Main Street. I, I know mine, Alex. We'll, we'll, we'll give you, we'll, we'll oh, give you a second Alex to think. Clever. Oh, that's sharp. <laughs> we'll give you a second right, to think. You How guys you, go Alex? ahead. Come back to me. Yeah, you already minute. gave yours. What the Indian was a special. That's true. That's, that's true. true. So that's for true. you to draw a blank here, I can understand. Joe, what's your favorite part of Main oh, Street? I always have to say my favorite part is because my son, he got his first haircut there. No, I actually, you know, hold on. Oh. I love the fire station. I love the fire station because that's where I go yeah. get my Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom cards, you know. Which is no longer yeah. happening right now, but I still love the fire station because you can see Aww. it's it's really cool. And I think there's something there from like oh, I forget, but there there's a lot of cool things about the fire station. I love going in there, and also the the barber shop. I love the barber shop. That's where my son got his first haircut. They Aww. and the and the haircuts there they're reasonably priced. Yeah, I mean they're, they're it's not expensive yeah. to get a haircut there. And they're, they, they're and priced they, back to the day when you could walk into a barber shop and get your haircut. Now there's not going to be malls anymore. There's not going. Everything's going to be. Like they're closing all the Disney stores because everything's going to be online. Yeah. So once Disney closes, then what? Lego closes. Then the next one closes. Next thing you know, the malls. I wouldn't be surprised if Main Street USA is eventually one of the only little mini malls in America. Because oh, yeah. That's true. Everything else, if we just keep moving forward, we're going to sit home and order our stuff. You know? That's true. Right. I never really thought about that because everything is kind of going online. And that could be like once one Disney of the Disney closes ones. its stores in the malls, that's a sign, guys. Yeah. They had stores in every mall all over America and they're closing them. Yeah. Yeah. Not because the merchandise wasn't selling. Yeah, yeah. Online. Online. It's because yeah. they know that the malls are going down and online stuff is going up. And they're just going to focus on the online stuff and really and really do it. So all those cast members now are looking for work and things. It's kind of sad, really. So I hope they all find mm-hmm. good places. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in a time when everybody's hiring, the Disney stores are closing. And so you have to look at that. Why would Disney make that move? But you know, but you know, and that you feel bad for those workers, but there's a lot of online jobs. And for customer service, that's opening because of that. So, you know, these people who are losing the jobs in the store, hopefully maybe they can find a job, hopefully yeah, online working for Disney. That's a too. great sentiment. Yeah. I, I, only, I, I only feel bad because I, it's just that there's that guest interaction thing where the little girl, yep, she wants exactly. to get that Cinderella doll and she shows up at the Disney store and then there it is. And yep. the guest member, like, oh, let me look in the back. And then they find one, they bring it out. And that little, that's all gone online. Right. Yep. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. That, that smell we talked about, gone. Yep. You know, the things about Disney that have to be done in person. Yeah. So maybe it's just a phase. Maybe they're just trying to recoup. So much, so much of the um, the magic is in the cast members. And by yep. taking it online, you lose that magic of the cast members being right there interacting. That's exactly what I think I was trying to say. But yeah. Catherine did a much better job. You see why she's my writer. You see why she's the writer. Because <laughs> yeah, the cast members are the difference. And I, I, I mean, I don't want to see anybody lose their job, but I never want to see a cast member lose their yep. job. I and, know that their life is a life of service to others for a thing that's not even theirs. It's Wall Street, and they've committed to it, and mm-hmm. now you know they're part of it. And then they lose their job. I, I don't even know where you go after yeah. you leave Walt Disney World. And the Disney stores, it was all its own little separate magical experience in itself. Because when you walked in one of those Disney stores, it was deemed super awesome. Like you had a Disney feel to it, and you it's like, Disney I, property, yeah, exactly. And I, exactly. And I remember kind of going there with my son, and you know. There, there was one Disney store. Was like you're inside. You can go watch like Disney cartoons. You can yeah, go inside absolutely. like a, yeah. a little treehouse. You could tree draw with an animator. They'd have animators yeah, in the stores cool. teaching you how to draw. Yeah. They really went all out. It wasn't just come in and buy yeah. a keychain and leave. Let's hope they can matriculate or work their way back to the Disney park somehow. Because that you know, if you can't do it right, don't do it. I understand Disney. You know, you don't cut down to a lesser version of the Disney store. There's right. the Disney store, or there's not. It's not. Yeah. Let's half do it. So at least Disney does that. You know, they they either they made a decision, they're going to stick to it. So let's see how it works out. Yeah. Alex, how do you feel about that? We haven't heard from you in a while. About which part? The Disney stores? 
Yeah, like what is that's a bummer. I don't have I, mean, I don't do have too it? much experience going to Disney stores, honestly. I've been to a few here and there. So so, so Timmy let me, and Kath, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit, about Alex. Right, like Jen and I, we're the ones who love really like diehard love going to Disney. We go to Disney, and I'm the one in Jen's like we're the ones in line talking to people about Disney, about the queues and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. We needed someone to kind of like. uh kind of ground us back to like reality yeah. and that's alex like he goes to yeah. disney oh, with see. us so, alex is the one who likes to go to disney yeah but he is not he's like roy. Us. he's roy roy didn't care about <laughs> balloons roy didn't care about colors it's funny roy you say didn't that. want to hear about the shadows or the second start of the right show roy didn't want to hear about that he wanted to hear about how do we get from here to there that's it a to b that's all <laughs> and that's, and that's what me. i see alex is more of a more pragmatical yes. logistical kind of guy which you need right yeah that's I, Catherine on my team so i'm this great big dreamer can you imagine being my handler come on i'm crazy <laughs> my i'm, I'm jimmy's like, roy yeah i say we i say we can't do that and he and says, I, he I says, says we're gonna, we're gonna i don't do it care anyway. do it anyway <laughs> yeah. right. then I, I then i have to figure out how so yeah so that's what i meant about walt not being like so great with authority is that it's not the authority, it's just that the laws of physics just didn't seem to matter to him. <laughs> We're going to build a castle right here. And the bank's telling him no. Everybody he knows is telling him no. Sure enough, there's a castle right there, yeah. like he said. There are currently six places to eat inside the Main Street area. Casey's Corner, Crystal Palace, Main Street Bakery, Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, Tony's Town Square Restaurant, and Plaza Restaurant. There are plenty of shops with Disney and company. The Chapeau, Crystal Arts, Confectionery, Main Street Cinema. Main Street Gallery, and Uptown Jewelry. At Town Square Theater, there's a popular meet-and-greet area. You can visit Tinkerbell or Magician Mickey. Mickey used to talk up until 2018, and will perform magic tricks for a few special guests. In between visiting the shops, grabbing food, or visiting the characters, make sure to look at all the details and little hidden gems. As you walk down Main Street, notice the street lamps. They start as gas lamps and end as electric lamps. This represents the development of electricity. All of the flags on Main Street have less than 50 stars. This is so they don't count as real flags and don't have to be taken down in poor weather or illuminated at night. The one flying at the front of the park in Town Square does have 50 stars and each day at 5 p.m. a flag retreat ceremony takes place. This brief ceremony includes a live marching band, the Dapper Dans, and an honorary veteran of the day, who is included in the ceremony, presents the flag, and is given an official certificate and pin. Walt Disney's name is written twice, once in the train station right as you enter the Magic Kingdom, Walt Elias Disney, chief engineer, and then again at the end of Main Street facing Cinderella's castle. Walter Elias Disney, graduate school of design and master planning. Walt's office always has its light on in his memory. Many windows bear the name of fictional businesses, each representing a tribute to significant people connected to the Disney company and the development of the Walt Disney World Resort. One example is Seven Summits Expedition, Frank G. Wells' president. For those who want to do it all, This, of course, is a dedication to Frank Wells, president of the Walt Disney Company from 1984 until his death in 1994. There are also a few windows that represent the names of dummy corporations Walt used when purchasing the Florida land, like M.T. Lot. In the center of the Main Street Plaza is a bench with a statue of Roy Disney and Minnie Mouse sitting together, holding hands. And of course, at the end of Main Street is a partner statue with Walt holding hands with Mickey. Look close at his tie and you can make out STR, which stands for Smoke Tree Ranch in Palm Springs where Walt had a vacation home. Hey, so, you know... That was fascinating, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to even, like... And right in the middle, I'm like, yeah, man! Like, I'm just jumping out with my... Oh, that's fine. You know... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I hope There's I a lot of cool stuff up. in there, right? Yeah. No, 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 you didn't mess this up at all. And uh, that's what we want, you know? 
And there's a lot of cool stuff in there about like the stars. Like I had no idea about that with the stars, with the flag. Right. No. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Because yep. if there's a tragedy that happens, you're going to tell somebody on their vacation, oh, just stop what you're doing and having fun right now because so-and-so was assassinated or God forbid anything happens. And there's a reason to lower the flag or put it a half mast. So by not having 50 stars, it's not considered a flag. But to me, it still is a flag, man. It's yeah. still a flag. <laughs> but it doesn't have to have all the pomp and circumstance of an American flag. But there is that one real flag. Have- but they do have the one, right? And that's what makes it. That's why they can have the mailbox because they have the flag. You can't have a mailbox. Oh, if you don't have a, wow. yeah. okay. So once, it, once oh, they have a flag that they have to give tribute to, they're allowed to have a fire station and they're allowed to have a post office and stuff like that. It's a real street. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And well, I was going to argue with you there because when the whole time I was there in 2007, the trip where I actually met Timmy, um, the flag on Main Street was at, was at half staff the entire week. And it's because uh, Gerald Ford had died. Yeah. So at least one of those flags is real. That's yeah. the only one. Yep, That's the only point. one right there. There's and one was... that has to be, which gives them official uh, street status in the state of Florida or the state yeah. of California. So then they can have a post office and a barbershop and a fire department. That's pretty yeah. cool. And they just brought that back because usually they have like a veteran. They get like a family of the day and they come mm-hmm. and they do the whole flag ceremony and stuff yeah. like that. And they recently just brought that back. Did I they? think, yeah, uh, maybe. I'm so glad because with the pandemic, I mean, so much change. Like I went to Disney World in February mm-hmm. and I got to be honest with you, it was not the same without the monorails right. and yeah. fireworks mm-hmm. with all the distancing and the masks. It was not Disney World. No parades. It, was, it wasn't even close. No parades. It wasn't mm-hmm. even close. So now I'm going back in October and hopefully it'll be yeah, well, I mean, back to so. normal. <laughs> yeah. Close. Uh, real <laughs> yeah. quick, real quick. Now, you know, how you have the different lands. You got Fantasyland. We got Tomorrowland. Now here's the question because when I said said we're gonna do the history on Main Street, Alex was like, "Oh, it's not, it's nothing, right?" Right. Do you think Main Street is its own land, Alex? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's its own land. Okay, how about you guys? What do you guys think, um, Timmy? I absolutely do. I yep. think that Main Street should be the main hub of it, really. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I think the castle's like kind of the hub, really. But the Main Street, yeah, I do. There's yeah. my answer. Yes. Okay, how about yeah. you, Jen? Do you think it should be a land? Like you know, we got Fantasyland. Do you think uh, Main Street should be a land? Um, I, I kind of. I've always kind of referred to it as a land. Yeah. So the fact that oh. it's not was kind of, you know, surprising. there's no attractions that they say. And that's the difference. Main Street USA will lead you to your greatest imagination. So it might be a frontier land or Tomorrowland or whatever. But Main Street still is the place where you got to come back to to leave and to to get, you know, your souvenirs and stuff. So you would say, well, there's no attractions. But if you remember the Dapper Dance come out and sing, the parade goes up and down. It's one big living attraction yeah, exactly. all the right. time for everybody. Yeah. So I think it should be a land. If that would be the reason why you wouldn't say it's a land because it has no attractions, I'd have to argue that the place itself is yep. in and of itself. An exactly. <laughs> yeah. And how about you, Catherine? Do you have any say in it? Do you think it's a land? Yeah, I do. It's it's like being able to you know go back in time and be on Andy Griffith or leave it to beaver yeah you know exactly. that's 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 an attraction you know it's it's a land it's 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 going back to um part of history it's yep. um it's well, like, we hope we could be like yeah, I always we, thought we that too if you go to Main Street in any city now for real you're not going to see the same stuff you know you no. won't see hopefully you'll see a lot of good stuff and I'm I, you know I'm a positive person I like to think that that's where it's all headed but on Main Street in Disney you won't see any, you know, it's always going to be fantastic, you know? Yeah. So it's even an right idyllic the, version. An idyllic version. Exactly. Right. So 
I, I noticed that Alex wasn't saying much. And I thought, well, maybe it's me. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just engage him a little bit. Here, that's not his job. His job is he's to be the next. Man. Yeah, he's a straight <laughs> man. So I wish I would have known that. But yeah. So Alex, no hard feelings, man. I, I was trying to pull you into it. But here, that's not your role. Your yeah, role yeah. is to sit back and let these two <laughs> yep. uh, be a part try, of that. Try, uh, bring in a little bit. Yeah, he does all the time to me. I'm like, well, I'm way out there, you know. I'm yeah. definitely the, the Walt of this group. And I think we even mentioned it maybe a couple of times on the show. I'm the one who's like, well, and Alex is like, no, 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 you can't do that. No, no. I'm yeah. like, dude, man, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Well, I call me when you have those ideas because I'll be the one to say, yeah, why not? That's a great idea. So, so just surround yourself with more yes, man, just to balance out his. He doesn't pay me enough no. to be yes, man. Now, Jen, you got to be all about whatever he says, right? When he has ideas or are you, are Half you in the, the middle? Time, I think she I'm is. in the middle. Wouldn't you say, okay. Joe? Yeah, she's in the middle. The yeah. voice of reason to some extent. So I helped having but, three people. But still dares to dream a little. Yeah, man. But yeah. You know something? I need, yeah, I need, okay, I need, I need to be around people. To be. That's more like Catherine, too, than, than, than Alex. Where Alex is just like, that's just stupid. That's Roy. That's Roy all the way. <laughs> but I got to tell you, there would be no Walt Disney World without Roy. There yeah, would be true. no Walt Disney Land without Roy. There would be no Walt without Roy. Like, yeah. he really was a man in the shadows. So when you go to Walt Disney World, you'll see both statues. Walt's is really inaccessible because it's behind a fence with Mickey, mm-hmm. as it should be. People would be climbing on it. Yeah. But Roy's is not. He's with Minnie and they're sitting on a bench. Yeah. It invites you. There's just enough space for one more person to, to sit next to Minnie. And that's designed so that you can have that intimate moment, yeah. making the guests all understand who Roy was. So it's not just, yes, it's Walt Disney World, but come sit next to this old guy too, because You'll never know it, but he was a huge part in it. And I, and I just like to give Roy his props. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. For sure. Well, and we, we've got the cutest little video that we made when we were in we were there in um in February. And Timmy did sit on the bench right there next to Roy. And he leaned over and put his hand on Roy's shoulder and said, You know, I just want to tell you I was there when you gave that speech. And I just want to thank you for what you've done. Oh, and wow. and just had the, it was really cute. Then he gave <laughs> gave Minnie Mouse a kiss. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we, we I had a it. mask on though, so it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again in October. Hey, when you come down, maybe we can uh you and I can go to meet up over there at the parks and I just want to say hey. If any of you guys are going to be there, please come meet me. I would love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I we'll know go we... on a ride together. We'll ride oh, Splash Mountain man. or whatever together. Yeah. yeah. Hey, real we'll quick, be there I'm... on the 25th and the first half of the 26th, then we'll have to fly back. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep I'm gonna have that on my notes. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between July 26th and August 1st, we'll be featuring the film Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord and i'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast you can find the d plus club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every sunday quick fire quick facts let's go up the stairs to the main street railroad station you may hear an old-fashioned telegraph sending out a message it's a morse code version of walt disney's opening day speech at disneyland on july 17th 1955 
That's pretty cool, though. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it is. Sure. And it's almost right. It's almost it's like three days from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the sidewalks are red. It's Disney's version of rolling out the red carpet for each guest. That's true. I knew that. Yeah, that's really cool. Outside of Tony's restaurant along Main Street, there are paw prints in the pavement, left by none other than Lady and the Tramp themselves. Oh, that's a great Disney. That's that one. I really like that one. <laughs> Just as you pass the Uptown Jewelry Store on the right, you can hear a voice singing musical notes and tap dancing coming from windows. In the Main Street train station, you can see Aladdin's lamp as well as other characters' belongings waiting to be picked up. There's another phone in the Rocket Tower Plaza beneath the Astro Orbiter, which connects listeners to a Tomorrowland resident. Disney installed a fragrance system called Smellitizers that pumps out smells to entice you inside for food. There's that smell you guys were talking about earlier in the episode. Yeah, magic. yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic, man. And I've learned so much from you all. Like I've learned little things from each of you about Disney or about yourselves or about the show. Or yeah, it's been a great experience for me. I just want awesome. to say that it's been you. a great experience for us also, for sure. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking, oh. but I don't, and I don't really care because these guys won't get <laughs> mad at me. But <laughs> this is this is Dane. He's one of our he's one of our Patreons and just an oh. all around awesome guy. Timmy, first of all, they could have completely scrapped the main street history thing and it still would have been an amazing conversation oh, by the way um what years were you doing the uh animation and academy you have to ask Catherine. i'm terrible with numbers i think it was like 2000 it, it was 2006 through 2008 yeah thank you there you and go. i met him in 2007 okay yeah. so i went in 2007 and that's one of the reasons that i love mgm studios so much oh so thank you you know what? And then they close it down for the Star Wars. So there's an animation artist named Joni, and she worked there for four years after me. Well, we rehooked, we reconnected in Texas, and we become really good friends. But she's on this big fight to bring animation back. Like, where's the next animator going to come from if you don't instill it in them when they come in? And this caller, this Dane, this person who said there's such wonderful things about me. My God, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Well. If that was one of his favorite things about Hollywood Studios, then you understand why Catherine was compelled to write a letter because you can really interact with the guests and, and fall in love with the characters. There's little things like we're trying to find things about Main Street. Do you know how many little things there are about Donald Duck that you guys don't know? Just one character's thing. Yeah. So this class gave us a chance to say those things and the guests could interact. Like we'd ask you questions and you'd answer. So there was, you never knew what was going to happen next. As long as you had control Especially of the room. in Timmy's class. Well, I was the biggest culprit of that, but but I had control of my room. Like I knew what was going on and I had an assistant, you know, so we, you know, settle down, settle down. You know, we play a lot of that when people get too crazy and, and raucous about it, but thank you for jumping in. Uh, yeah, that, thank you, Dane. The, the Patreon, Dane. That was a really nice thing to say. Did yes, you want me to say something actually. about the book? Yeah. Promote the book, Great. yes. Oh, yeah, you guys go ahead. You guys, yeah, to, you guys to, to me me wanted me to be on to be, be able to talk about the book. If your listeners would like to, um, get their copy from Amazon, then if they will go to our website, which is timmybrit.art, and in the contact me form, there is a special place where it says code um, DH for Diz His. And if they click that and send us their contact information, we will send them an autographed yeah, book. Yeah, I'll sign something and we can make it put in book. Plate. Yeah. There's a special place on the title page that's just the right size for this. They can put the self adhesive book plate in there and they'll have an autographed book from Timmy Britt. That's the his on Main Street USA at the Magic Kingdom. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.
Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.